0: If chocolate is your weakness, real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals performance dark chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. The FDA recently issued a qualified health claim saying that high flavanol cocoa powder may help prevent cardiovascular disease. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline. Flavan Naturals dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. Their secret is sourcing premium, high-flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanols, benefits, and great recipes, too. That's flavanaturals.com. Sadly, last week we learned of the passing of Suzanne Summers. She was a tireless supporter of natural medicine and a genuinely lovely person who touched the lives of so many people. And inspired them on their quests for health Her intelligence and relentless pursuit of truth Belied her early TV image as a ditzy blonde on Three's Company Suzanne was a frequent guest on Intelligent Medicine And so, in tribute to her, we bring you a reprise Of my most recent podcast with her Welcome to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and today I have the great pleasure of uh, presenting uh, one of my favorite guests. Uh, we've interviewed her uh, several times about uh, some of her best selling books, uh, which include Sexy Forever, Knockout, Ageless, uh, and the New York Times bestseller, I'm Too Young for This, Bombshell, Breakthrough, uh, and on and on. Uh, She is uh, a prolific author, having written over 25 books, and a staunch advocate for natural medicine. Uh, She's got a great new book entitled Toxic, Uh, kind of play on word, it's T-O-X dash sick, uh, from toxic to not sick the toxins in your body, the diseases they cause, the doctors who can help. So without further ado, you're known uh, throughout the world, and I don't think we need a a lengthy uh, lugubrious introduction. Uh, Suzanne, it's a pleasure having you back on Intelligent Medicine.
1: Thanks so much,
0: I'd like nice to talk to you again. Yeah. So, you know, I got to say, you know, I, I read it, and I was fascinated. This is really one of your best books. I mean, you just keep uh, hitting it out of the park. Uh, I really feel you put a lot of effort into this book. Uh, it's not just some ghost-written thing with a lot of generalities. There's a lot of specifics, a lot of details, a lot of uh, personal anecdotes. Uh, so you really put your heart and soul into this. Um, so before yeah. we get into the, the yeah. substance— it- Pardon me? I'm sorry?
1: Uh, some of my books, I finish them, and I think, gosh, they kind of just wrote themselves. I get so passionate about the subject. And um, it's so clear that we are all carrying around with like, a toxic burden, and people are so oblivious to it. This morning, I was on a radio show here in the desert in Palm Springs, and I walked into the studio, and I was so blown away by the fumes that no one was noticing what was it air freshener was it what they just cleaned with it was clearly chemical because my husband is like a canary in a coal mine he he carries the hla gene uh-huh. and for people who have multiple chemical sensitivities which are so many people i highly suggest that they get the blood work done to test to see if they carry the hla gene which makes them more susceptible than the average person And that's why I call my husband a canary. He's going to go down first. We're all going to go down, but he's going to go down first. And you can tell when a room is hot when you walk in with my husband because his eyes start watering and blinking, and he really gets severely affected by it.
0: Well, right. You know, as you as you say, you know, they're people who have strong and robust detoxification systems. They're the people who can sort of drink you under the table, and then they're like alan your husband uh, canaries in the coal mine who have kind of maybe not the best detoxification pathways those are the people who, who tend to get sick right
1: people who tend to get sick are
0: are are, are yeah, you have weak detoxification pathways
1: right but but think, think about what we've all now grown accustomed to you never heard about gluten intolerance 10 15 years ago maybe once in a lot might have come up but it wasn't like uh, on the, the minds and lips of everybody. It wasn't um, a standard question at a restaurant, any gluten intolerance at this table. So why is that? To me, well, first of all, knowing that there used to be 80 different strains of wheat, which have now been engineered down to five, making those five so high in gluten, they're off the charts. But to me, uh, uh, someone who is gluten intolerant, which are most of the people I know, most of the people in my family, that's the body language saying for the first time, hey, you've reached a tipping point. Your liver is so loaded with toxins, it can't handle anymore, and now your food is starting to attack you because it never seems to stop just as intolerant. Then you find that person is allergic to dairy or, and, and eggs or eggs. Or in the case of my granddaughters, and it's interesting you follow the pathway of my granddaughters because I think it will... Um, it's like a bell and a lot of people listen. All organic food. They grew up in in a, a safe environment with parents that love each other. There's no stress, et cetera, et cetera. They both had started at around age seven and eleven. Terrible gluten. Then it was eggs. Then it was pretty much an allergy to all foods: almonds, peaches, avocados, um, all nuts in general. After a while. It got down to where they could only eat organic protein and organic vegetables. Now, what I find interesting, and it's not pinpointing their mother. It's just the standard of care that's out there right now. If the mother's been on birth control pills, that degrades the GI tract. If that, if that GI tract isn't already in perfect shape, then, then the birth control pills are a molecule, a chemical that, um can start the process. If they're not taking probiotics, now they're not colonized uh, correctly. And, and I really feel, after every doctor I interviewed, that if we only took one supplement, and I'm a huge believer in supplements, but if I only could have one for the rest of my life, it would be a probiotic. I feel it's that important. And according to the doctors in that book, they also feel that. But let's go a step further with my granddaughters, just using them as an example. They were both born cesarean, the first one necessarily so, the second one for convenience. The doctor said, we already have the scar, we can do it 10 o'clock Tuesday, okay, no problem. Well, nature has provided uh, such an important to life step in the birth process. When we come through the birth canal, the first swallow we take is not air. The first swallow we take is our mother's vaginal flora, and that's how we colonize our GI tract.
0: It's, it's the ultimate probiotic cesarean. cocktail.
1: Correct, correct. That is a per- perfect way of putting it. And over a million cesareans done in this country alone every year. We've got now, every year, a million kids who are born who are not colonized correctly. And those are the ones, the first ones, that start having the food allergies, that start having the GI tract, tract problems, a lot of, as infants, projectile vomiting, things like that. And I noticed all that with my grandchildren. I also noticed with the the uh, oldest of the two that she had an insatiable craving for sugar. And when you think about you know that she she wasn't getting the proper dopamine hit, she just had to have sugar. And it's and it's something that is pursued throughout her life. There's just one example. The, the the under the greatest environmental assault in the history of humanity, the Everybody's drinking out of plastic water bottles, that are outgassing phthalates, one of the most carcinogenic substances known to man. By law, we are regulated. We must live with PDDE, polybrominated diphenyl ether. Good,
0: so the the fire retardants.
1: The the fire retardants.
0: Yeah, especially in California, it seems like. You know, the the cleanest state in the union uh, has the up- they upregulated <laughs> on those toxic chemicals because you know, for safety reasons, I guess, but the law of unintended consequences.
1: And and it's it's in your couches, it's in your sofas, it's in your airplane seats, it's in your mattress, it's in our kid's pajamas. It's the second most carcinogenic substance known to man and we are it's by regulated by law that we have to live with it. So this hit is coming from everywhere. Then I don't know. About all the other states yet, but the state of California, um, they are trying to install an entire grid over the entire state of smart meters, which are electromagnetic fields. Now, I, when my husband is around a hot room that has, is loaded with Wi-Fi and electromagnetic radiation and electromagnetic field, I, I see it right away because he starts this facial limiting, facial spasming, and he has to wear a medallion that we ordered from um, Holland that protects you from electromagnetic fields. Who would have thought we needed that? A smart meter is a device that the electric company comes along and and says, we're going to just install a new meter. And most people go, oh, okay. But know what you're doing when you say okay. Because when you say okay, you've now installed essentially an electromagnetic field over your entire house. It's called EMF. It interrupts with heart rhythms. It interrupts with um, the, brain, the neurons in the brain. It has a deleterious effect on the health of the human being. You can refuse your smart meter, but they um, force you to pay a fine, which sends chills up my spine that we well. don't have that short sit-up. I pay the fine because I don't want this in my house. So I b- between my granddaughters and then my husband and I, our house burned down in Malibu six years ago and so we moved into a leased house up on the hill while we were waiting for permits to rebuild and it was so beautiful I said to him one day why don't we just buy this and not go through all the aggravation but in the four years we were there we got sick yeah. I didn't connect the dots for four mm-hmm. years it was just my husband started getting red watery eyes and you know when you see older people with red watery eyes to me that's another language that's, that's youth and health are clear white eyes. Sickness is red, watery, yellowy eyes. And um, we accept it as part of aging. I look at it now as, why aren't you with the kind of doctor who can understand mm-hmm. that toxic, who clear this out of your body?
0: In other words, not, don't just give like steroid uh, eye drops to, to make it go away, but like find out what the underlying cause of the trigger might be.
1: Exactly, holistic, let's dig down, what's, what's going on in your house, what are you cleaning with, what are you putting on your skin, what are you eating, are you eating organic food, those are all the questions that should be asked in a doctor's office uh, in today's world, in this changed planet. So he, then the red eyes started progressing to like a humble sinusitis, just constant, um, watering, running nose and sneezing, sneezing, sneezing. My husband is extremely healthy. He has gravitated to fruit and nuts all his life. He just doesn't eat junk food, never has, never had a weight problem because of the way he eats. So I'm looking at him, thinking, what has happened to him? Then the facial witnessing um, spasm, tick started happening, and two different doctors, one says, "Um, this looks like Parkinson's, the other says probably pre-Parkinson's, and I said, no, it can't be, the man is too healthy. At the same time, i started getting sick i would wake up in the morning with a flat stomach and by the end of the day i'd look like i was giving birth to a basketball and i don't i couldn't figure out what it is because i eat organic food and i didn't know what i was doing well i was diagnosed with uh, cancer i went i went into anaphylactic shock at one point it's a long story because it has a happy ending so i didn't have cancer before it's not even thing, but i went into anaphylactic shock because the intestines had so degraded my immune system yeah, I mean this mold, this black mold, has so um, degraded my immune system that it dislodged a dormant fungus called coccidiomycosis, which put me into anaphylactic shock, which red like cancer on a CAT scan in mm-hmm.
0: six days. Right. You you were told that you needed chemotherapy uh, on an emergency basis, yes, but you decided oh, I need a, I need a second opinion. You actually detail that in your your last book.
1: Right. So at even when I wrote the last book, Knockout, I hadn't yet fit all the parts together, because I didn't realize that my intestines in the hospital were loaded with black mold. I didn't realize that this house that we leased had an, an unfinished room downstairs, which I knew about, but I'd never gone down there. There was standing water, and in that standing water was like a tree dish of black mold. Hmm. Lotus, the worst. Wow.
0: The worst kind, absolutely. Of like
1: little sh- Oh, awful. up little shop of pores up through the drywall into the uh, air conditioning ducts and heating ducts and we were breathing this in so what would have been diagnosed in my husband as Parkinson, and what was uh, misdiagnosed in me as cancer was neither of those things we both had black mold and black mold
0: as you know can, can, can i share with you you know i actually have a relative who it, it, who is a young super healthy guy he's a champion a skier and athlete and he moved into a fixer upper in connecticut and you know he's a handy guy so he decided he's you know buy this rundown house he's going to fix it up he got progressively sicker and sicker and sicker and it took a it took us two years to figure out that the house was infiltrated totally with this type of mold now here's i mean your husband you know we might write it off and say oh well you know, he's getting older that's the way it is but this guy there was just it was totally inexplicable and now he's finally recovering now that they had a professional uh, mold abatement they tore everything out and you know put in new sheetrock and you know all this kind of uh, you know fix the place up uh, but this is the power of that paradigm in terms of how it can totally undermine your immune system and ruin your health
1: and 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 People are um, confused as to what and where the immune system is. And I found it fascinating in writing this book to, to um, uh, uncover that the GI tract is about the length of a tennis court. And uh, wrapped around that GI tract is this mucus, which is our immune system. And it's fascinating what nature has provided. In that mucus, i.e. immune system, is antibacterial substances, anti... Um, Substances, antifungal substances, substances anti cancer, it uh, makes interferon, but this is all wrapped around the GI tract. So now, when mold or yeast or candida or fungus or chemicals make their way down into your GI tract, and if you're not colonized perfectly by daily probiotic uh, cocktails, as you call them, I love that, that has an opportunity to eat through. That barrier wall of the GI tract causing leaks. And everybody now has heard about leaky gut. We never heard about that 15 years ago. Leaky gut. Now the chemicals, the toxins, the fungus, the mold, uh, cancer has an opportunity to float around in the bloodstream looking for organs and glands of opportunity to wreak havoc. And here's where your um, autoimmune diseases are coming from, MS, uh, fibromyalgia, lupus. Here's where your ADD, ADHD, OCD, uh, dyslexia, the brain conditions are coming from because the toxins are looking for fatty organs, and you know the fattiest organ of all is the brain. It's fifty-five percent mm-hmm. fat. Yeah. So when these toxins fill up that excess space in the in the the brain, that's where the ADD uh, and the ADHD comes. Now, when I look at my granddaughters, one. Her, she's ADD, that's the depression. The other is ADHD, that's where the rage comes from. In the ADD, it becomes so foggy that she couldn't think. Straight A student, she couldn't think. I'd say, pick well, the plate to the sink. And she'd just stare at the plate. And I'd say, pick up the plate. She could do that. Okay, walk the plate over to the sink. She could do that. Put it in the sink. Mm-hmm. You could
0: connect all three dots. The the word is intoxicated, you know, with with which incorporates the the term tox. You know, like toxins overwhelm the nervous system and brain, and you can't. I mean, just like when you're drunk, and literally, right. you know, yeast can produce this kind of effect in the body.
1: And everybody's uh, saying, you know, we've got a, a research for MS, and we've got a research for these brain diseases. And I'm thinking. From my perspective and from the doctors I've interviewed and the doctors that I talk to, such as yourself, seems to me it's much simpler than that. What we, the answer is in diet and cleaning up your personal environment. We can't clean the pet planet. It's too late. We've messed up the planet. But I'm living a green life now. There's not one toxic chemical that we use in this house. It's what's
0: your happy. what's your daily routine like? I think a lot of people would like to know. You know what does uh, Suzanne Summers do? You know in terms of diet, exercise. What are some of you know? Give us an idea what your routine might be. Like. First of all, you're extremely busy and prolific. Not only do you write books and do interviews like this, but you're also performing in a in a show in, in Las Vegas. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, isn't that a, a testament to um, good health? Yeah. I'm 68 years old. Who? What hotel would that? At the farm on a 68 year old that I I'm healthy I'm healthy and I've got energy and I got that vitality because I have cleaned up my body and my environment so my, my routine in the morning is um, I have a cup of coffee every morning It's organic mm-hmm. I love my morning cup of coffee and then I have a green smoothie. And three mornings a week, I do an hour of yoga with an instructor. On the other mornings, we always take a long walk or a hike. I do some exercise every single day.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: keep some free weights in my office that when I'm thinking, just a little, I have a a set of five pounds and a a set of ten pounds. And for my size body, that's just great, just to keep my upper body and do some lunges and things. And I use it for, it's almost meditative. I have a little meditation I do every morning, every single morning upon waking. They say, whoever they are, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that the body is approximately 90 trillion cells, and that every cell communicates with every cell. So knowing that, every morning I isolate just one cell, and I tell that cell how grateful I am for the life that I have, Hmm. that I love my husband. that I love my family, that I love my work. And I. Turned it off to tell all the other cells. And I'm already happy, but I swear I feel a burst of happiness because you, I realize you can program happiness or you can program unhappiness. If you hmm. wake up in the morning and say, my life sucks, and everything about it is terrible, and I hate who I'm living with, or I don't have no love in my life, that's what that cell's going to go tell all the rest of Man, our life sucks. We don't have any love hmm. in our life. We hate our work, etc. So it's a simple... It's a simple little exercise, right? I have been doing it for years, and it really works for me. I when take do you, every morning. Go um, ahead. I'm on an enzyme program with Dr. Nick Gonzalez because I uh-huh. don't ever want to have cancer again. I are you aware? Of, you
0: know who he is? Oh yes, He's certainly. Yeah, he's a good colleague of mine. Yeah. We've known each other 25 years, and you know, he's been a frequent guest here.
1: A, a, wonder, a wonderful, yep. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guy. Person. And. Um, and I so believe in him when I interviewed him for a knockout I, he's telling me about all these stage 4 cancer patients he's been alive seventeen, twenty one, twelve, eleven 11 years and I said, you know, all well and good I really need to interview some of your stage 4 patients it just seems unbelievable to me and uh, so I interviewed 17 of his patients all stage 4s, I just go for the worst uh, pancreatic, um, prostate, lung, liver breast ovarian etc all of them have been alive 17 12 21 11 just a long past 10 years all of them are happy upbeat none of them are ill and I always say are you cured and each one would say well I would say I'm cured." but Dr. Gonzalez doesn't use that word Dr. Gonzalez says you can manage cancer and what does that mean he said you give it what it wants it will leave you alone I said what does it want he said it wants good nutrition and a detox body. It's a little more complex than, than that, but essentially that's it. So because I didn't take chemotherapy when I had cancer 15 years ago, and after I interviewed him, I thought, how stupid of me not to go on this program. So I take his enzymes throughout the day. The way I understand pancreatic enzymes is that enzymes eat debris. Cancer is debris. So when you take them in between meals or away from meals, uh, if you take them with meals, they help you digest. and that's a great thing. But if you take right, they'll digest them, the food. They're looking for something to eat, and they eat up cancer and, and debris and things that shouldn't be in your body. It just makes sense to me. So I take I the enzymes. I also take um, uh, uh, quite a few supplements uh, as determined by my nutritional and mineral deficiencies. Put back what I've lost in the aging process. I take bioidentical hormones same thing as determined by my deficiencies in my blood work I put back what I'm missing in essence I fill the tank with minerals I fill the tank with um, the nutritional deficiencies I fill the tank with hormonal deficiencies because at 68 I probably am NOT making any hormones but I walk around with the energy and vitality of someone half my age and it's not about looking young that is not my impetus my impetus is to keep my insides young because I don't ever want to be sick again And I would like to take advantage of this long life we are afforded, but I do not want to end up sick, without a brain, and in a nursing home. So, when people uh, like to make fun of me, oh, it's so much work that you do, I I say two things. I go, well, either I'm right and you're wrong, or you're right and I'm wrong, and we'll see. (laughs) And it's what I've chosen to do with my life, it's where I've chosen to um, exert my energy. So... When I'm when I'm living this life where I use organic cosmetics, organic shampoo and conditioner, organic makeup, lead-free lipstick, uh, organic household uh, non-toxic cleaners, so I've cleaned up our 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 sphere, what we live in. We sleep on organic mattresses here, so I don't have those PBDEs i then eat organic food i'm lucky that i live in um southern california i grow my own food most of the year which is one of the thrills of my life and um i just never get ill so when my husband got ill and i got ill and my grandchildren got ill and my daughter uh, in two uh, years ago suddenly put on 30 pounds for no reason she's young and beautiful and very, very disturbing. Her face got puffy. Her eyes went yellow. Her stomach was in constant distress. She'd eat food and she would almost pass out from anything. And it was determined she's gluten intolerant and can't have eggs and can't have berries. Kind of the same thing that was happening to the granddaughter. Turns out that A, she has multiple chemical sensitivities because she too carries the HLA gene. She also had, when it rained well, one year in Los Angeles, she had the roof patched up, but evidently it wasn't a good job, and they have found now that peeling back the drywall is falling with mold. So here she is, as completely unrelated to our mold. She's got mold over there. My granddaughter...
0: So you, you got a like, crash course in mold this year, or the mold, past couple of years, yeah.
1: My granddaughters, their school had mold. They had to be taken out of school. Then she got bit by a lime tip, which put her over the top. The poor little thing lost almost a year of school. So when you say, this is maybe my best book, I think this is maybe my best book because it was so personal. And I found these great environmental doctors, and I said, you have to give them your best because you're all too busy to be able to take on the amount of patients who will be coming your way give me an, a doctor's visit let me be a patient and, and tell me what you do in, in your office visit and that's why I think these interviews are so important you're going to find yourself there somewhere, whether it's mold multiple chemical sensitivities Lyme disease, fungus, candida cancer um, Dr. Gonzalez says uh, he, my my husband is now one of his patients he said he said, I treat, He said, half of my patients are mold patients, not cancer patients. I said, really? He said, I treat mold patients and cancer patients the same way. He said, mold, cancer, yeast, candida, fungus, cancer are all similar organisms. And um, he said, again, in order to flush them out, you've got to detox and not put more chemicals in with by eating non-organic foods.
0: So the principles are, are, are the principles are all the same, almost regardless of uh, you know the, the condition. That the general principles right. uh, are, are you know go across the board.
1: Clean out the pipes. It's just like if you if, if, if you have a, a house with pipes are clogged. In order for the house to start working right again, you got to de-clog the, the pipes. Or if you had a Maserati. You'd never put inferior fuel into a Maserati And the way people feed themselves With such disregard for this incredible Machine called our bodies Which is more magnificent than any Maserati And if you had a Maserati You'd never wait until uh, It completely broke down Before you take it to a mechanic You'd be listening to the language of the car Any little sound that wasn't right You'd have it in with a mechanic And that's what I think we must do with our bodies If you've got red watery eyes that's a language. If you're gluten intolerant, that's a language. If you're bloating and you're cramping and, or you're constipated or you have constant gas, because I hear from people all the time. I originally was going to call this a chemical belly. That's a language. If you've got joint pain, stiffness, that's a language. If you're out of breath, that's a language. So it's up to us as the um, lay people to... Uh, take an interest in our body to listen to it like we'd listen
0: if we had a fine car. Suzanne, this is a good point at which to pause because we generally divide these podcasts into two parts. So uh, okay. our listeners, uh, please join us for part two of today's discussion with Suzanne Summer. She's got a great new book entitled Sick: From Toxic to Not Sick. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.